Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Right now, Jared Cronin joins us out of Australia, and we're going to talk NFL. Jared, it feels like forever since we last talked NFL, uh, so short of the seasons, but uh, we did it last season. We went through every week and uh, reviewed all the games, and you're coming on tonight to give us a bit of a preview of what you think's going to happen um, right throughout the AFC and the NFC. Yeah, very good evening to you, Ricardo. I tell you what, it has been a, a very much a winter of discontent for a lot of Kiwi football fans, so... I can't help but feel that the NFL is just coming at the right time to save us from our misery. So I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. Well, let's let's start with the um, the AFC, uh, and we'll, and we'll start at the top. We'll start with the AFC East. Um, it's a it's a league that um, has or well, a conference, I should say, that has often been very one sided with the Patriots over the years dominating, but. Things have changed. There's no Tom Brady anymore. The Buffalo Bills probably the dominant side here, although we saw signs last year that the Miami Dolphins uh, could be that team. And then we have a preseason where the team that you know we often refer to as the Jest, uh, the New York Jets, are 3-0. and So, I mean, have they found a magic solution to their woes? Uh, as much as I like to think they have, because they have done basically everything right, the Jets, over the offseason, they had an absolutely stellar draft. They picked a lot of gun players. They had a bunch of picks at the top of the draft, and they just really cashed in on all of them. They brought in some real offensive firepower uh, with Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver. Um, also, they added um, Brees Hall, the uh, the gun running back. And they just every pick that they had, they seemed to just pretty much nail the best player available. So they've infused their team with a lot of young talent uh, to go around last year's early quarterback pick, Zach Wilson, who's picked up a bit of an injury uh, during the preseason. So that's probably the, the biggest black mark on their preseason so far. Uh, but I guess they're, they're putting a lot of pieces around Zach Wilson to really try and make this a successful year and a successful era. They want to kickstart something because it has been a long, long slog of poor results. Uh, and now uh, Robert Sala and his, his coaching crew, they want to turn this around. They want to get the Jets flying once again. What about the Buffalo Bills? They were the team to beat in this conference last season. What have you seen from them in the offseason? It seems as though the Buffalo Bills are everybody's favourite this year. Uh, From what I've been reading and what I've been hearing, everyone's picking them to be not just the top team in the AFC, they're actually picking them to go all the way and take the Super Bowl, which based on their talent and, and, you know, what they've been doing over the past couple of seasons, that seems like they are ascending to that point. Uh, everyone's calling out, you know, Josh Allen to really kick on and become an MVP and, and leaders team to glory. The thing that I really question about the Bills is that, well, they're the Bills. Uh, they they have the uh, the mental battle and the big moments when it comes to the crunch. They were unlucky last year in the overtime thriller. It was a magnificent playoff game where they were beaten by the Chiefs. 
but they've actually caused a bit of a stir from that game. They've brought about a change in the rules for the NFL playoff overtime. So basically, the previous setup was if a team goes ahead and scores a touchdown, that's the end of the game. Uh, whereas the rule now in the playoffs will be a team will be allowed to score uh, and the next team will also get a possession. So if they can draw even, then, you know, it's game on from there. Um, so the, the Bills have made a, a big change in that regard. But um, yeah, is this the year? It's it's a huge, huge question. Uh, and then they are very excited over in Buffalo. But, you know, they are always excited in Buffalo. They've got some great fans. Yeah, they do, mate. They do. Uh, the, the Dolphins, um, the Pats, uh, I, I mean, the Dolphins can only get better from last season, d- despite their owner, surely. Well, that's right. Yeah, it, <laughs> the old saying: it starts at the top. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the owner Stephen Ross didn't really do any favors for the Dolphins. In fact, it's actually cost them a, uh, a first round draft pick uh, in next year's draft. So uh, it's always great when your owner goes around and does silly things to uh, to hamper your team and what they can do, you know, on the field. Uh, but they have brought in some serious firepower. Uh, they've brought in a new head coach, Mike McDaniel, who is the former uh, running back coach over at the 49ers. So probably not a lot of mystery as to what type of game and, and especially offense they're going to try and you know put out there. They've brought in a lot of speed, haven't they? Oh, they have indeed. Yeah, they've brought in some real guns. Tyreek Hill, uh, wide receiver. They've also brought in a lot of reinforcements. Uh, uh, Teron Armstead, the, uh, the gun tackle, um, and as well as a few running backs as well, Raheem Mostert and a couple of other guys. So... They're going to be just looking to just probably hammer teams like a 49ers style and just hammer teams, hammer teams, hammer teams, and then hope that they can get enough out of Tua Tungovailoa, uh, the quarterback, who they, they're not exactly sure what they've gotten him. So they want to find out. They want to give him the best chance to succeed. And from what I can see, they've done everything so far to really do that for this season. And Bill Belichick, is he just going to be the grumpy old man on the, on, on the block <laughs> wondering, where, uh, wondering where his quarterback's gone? Oh, Bill, he's up to his old tricks. Uh, I was disappointed not to see his dog at the uh, sitting at the, the laptop at the uh, the NFL draft this season. But um, no, he is up to his old tricks, old Bill. He's decided that he's not actually going to name an official uh, uh, offensive coordinator. He's got Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, a couple of guys in there doing uh, bits and pieces, but there's no one clearly making the calls. So I don't know if he's just foxing for now um, and just maybe working his way into the season. It has been a bit of a quiet off-season uh, in New England compared to last year where they made a bit of a splash in free agency and whatnot and the draft. Uh, but yeah, this year has been a, a lot more circumspect. Uh, but, you know, that's that's when Bill and his boys, they can be at their most dangerous. Yeah, oh, Matt Patricia, uh, one of the Detroit Lions, the greatest. Um, we should talk <laughs> uh, AFC North then, mate. Uh, the Ravens um, look to be the favourites here. The Steelers are always tough, but they feel like they're in the middle of a bit of a reinvention. Uh, and then you've got the Browns who just often are a dumpster fire and the Cincinnati Bengals who who went better than we thought, I think, last season. Oh, yeah, the, the Bengals definitely were the uh, Cinderella story of the NFL last year. And really, they they came within probably uh, one or two plays of actually taking the entire um, championship there. Uh, so, that, yeah, they really came on strong. It'll be interesting to see how they can back that up. There's always, every season, typically a, a massive slump from the, the Super Bowl loser. Um, so that's going to be a, a big challenge for them to take on. However, uh, they have got a lot of attitude and they have got a lot of youth on their side. So this is a team that is really confident in what they can do and they want to build on it. Joe Burrow wants to lead these boys. They've got a lot of the same pieces what they had last year on their Super Bowl run, but they've also added some key ingredients. They've beefed up the O-line. They've gone on free agency and decided, all right, 
we've had a few problems with our offensive line protecting Joe. So they've brought in a few guns, added them on to the team. So really they've, they've gotten stronger from what they were last year, which is pretty scary. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they can go. Um, the, the Steelers, you mentioned, um, they've got, uh, well, they've got Mitch Trubisky lined up to be the quarterback to begin the season. Uh, they've, they've also got Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, who was a first round um, pick this year in the draft as well. So this, it's going to be a bit of a, there's been a lot of talk about who is going to be taking the reins. Uh, for now, it is Mitch Trubisky. They're going to try and, I guess, transition into a post Big Ben era, which is a it's a big a big transition for a team like that from a guy that they had in there for you know seventeen years or so. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they can bring in. But yeah, the Ravens as well. They're 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 just the Ravens. They were always they'll be a tough team. They've drafted well, uh, and they've got a guy named Lamar Jackson. He's he's pretty good. Like he can pull out some amazing stuff. Struggle with injuries towards the end of last year, which really hampered their problems. Uh, but I, I think they could be definitely in the mix there in the AFC. And as you mentioned, the Browns, well, they're back to being in a complete circus once again. They showed a few signs there over the past couple of years of, of building and improving and, and becoming a team, you know, close to competing. Uh, and yeah, so far this year, it's just been an absolute disaster with Deshaun Watson being signed and suspended. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a... a I think it may be a long season there in Cleveland, but, you know, they're used to it. Yeah, all right. Uh, AFC South, last season, AFC South did a great impersonation of the NFC East, um, a whole <laughs> bunch of rubbish teams. Um, has that changed? Uh, well, not really. Uh, the, the Colts have made a big addition. They shipped out uh, Carson Wentz from quarterback and brought in uh, Matt Ryan from the Falcons, who is, a you know, he's... He's an experienced campaigner. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's, he's not going to be a flashy type of guy, so he can work well in their system, and that's what they're hoping for. He can you know, feed the ball to the running back. Uh, they've got uh, Jonathan Taylor, who was a gun, played a, a fantastic season last year, but they're just looking to get enough out of him and, and the defense, which is always strong as well, um, from Indianapolis. So uh, they will be looking to, you know, to, to push ahead of the Titans, who were uh, they're actually the number one um, seed going into last year's um, playoffs. So... Uh, the Titans have just slipped a little bit. Maybe they, um, yeah, maybe they're going under the radar a little bit. They haven't done many splashy plays in the off season. They lost AJ Brown, their best wide receiver, and that was a little bit of an interesting move. I'm not sure how they're going to progress with that, but um, but then you start getting into the next teams with the the Jaguars and uh, the Houston Texans. So Houston Texans are looking to probably be. I think they'll be pretty close to getting one of the top picks in the draft next year, perhaps based on talent. They've got Lovey Smith as their head coach, so they'll show a bit of fight. Uh, but then, you, you know, you've also got the, the Jacksonville Jaguars who have, on the uh, the flip side, they've gotten rid of a, uh, a horrendous coach last year <laughs> and brought in a bit of a steadying influence, Doug Peterson, hoping to see some progression from Trevor Lawrence and this young uh, this young offense that they've done a bit of an overhaul on this this season, actually for the past few seasons, to be fair. Having a look at the previous draft picks that the Jaguars have, you know, shipped out, traded away, released or whatnot is astounding. They are just chewing through talent uh, at, a, at a rate of knots. So they'll be looking to stem that sort of bleeding, if you will. And um, yeah, interesting year ahead coming up for the, the Jags. Yeah, 0-4. Uh, in preseason, not that you can bank too much on that, I suppose, but uh, we should go to AFC West and, and wrap the AFC, and probably not a whole bunch to, to talk about here, other than obviously the Las Vegas Raiders are going to run away with it. 
Well, that's right. I mean, you may be uh, slightly one-eyed on that uh, on that call, but uh, but I like it. I like that the uh, the Raiders are being bold this year. They've obviously um, brought in some, uh, you know, very important wide receiver help there with uh, Devontae Adams, which is a, a big get. Um, but, you know, they, they've also got a, a lot of firepower to contend with across the AFC West. I think this could be could be the most exciting conference, and uh, sorry, conference uh, division in all of football. Uh, between them, uh, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and also the Broncos, who picked up a, a fairly handy quarterback named Russell Wilson, uh, this could well be a, a real showstopper of a, a division. So uh, I like what your Raiders are doing. They're just they're just quietly building away there. They've brought in Josh McDaniels, who, well, hopefully he's going to stick around as a head coach for a little bit longer this time. Um, so yeah, that, I think they're building something special in Vegas. But you know, you, you've always got to come up against big guys. You know, Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. Uh, and also uh, a guy called Justin Herbert uh, for the Chargers. So there's there is just some names in this AFC West, and I am really excited. I hope they get a lot of uh, prime time games. I'm sure they will uh, across that division. Uh, who's your pick then out of the AFC? Who do you think at this stage is going to come out of the AFC to go to the Super Bowl? I'm actually gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to come from the AFC, um, and the sole reason being is that. I feel like this year they might be a little bit more hungry and a little bit more focused. They've got a ton of talent. We've known that for the past few seasons, but I felt as though the, the past couple of years, they were almost, they were almost probably too good for their own good, if you will. Uh, a lot of games they would cruise and, and sort of just, um, yeah, just sort of not really put the foot down. I feel as though now that they've been knocked off their perch, they were embarrassed at home in the playoffs. Uh, the first time I'd seen Patrick Mahomes melt in a big playoff game. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like they could be hungry and, and a bit more focused this year to, to say, hey, we're not the top team anymore. The, all the expectations are sitting on the bills. So we can go ahead and just just give it everything. So I reckon the Chiefs could be uh, could be looking good to bounce back and get back into the bowl game. There you go. It is uh, 14 past 10 here on SENZ Extra Time. Jared Cronin with us talking NFL. When we come back, we're going to go through the NFC conference and have a look at... Uh, who might be the movers and shakers this coming season. It's 18 past 10 here on SENZ Extra Time. Ricardo Ball with you, Jura Cronin, joining us out of Australia, and we are looking at the NFL ahead of this coming season, about 10 days away. We've done the AFC time to do the NFC, and as uh, my good friend Michael Carlson refers to it, the NFC least, uh, we have seen improvement, though, in this division in uh, recent times. Uh, there used to be a very famous uh, soap opera, Gerard, called uh, Dallas out of uh, the, the States. Um, I, and I think uh, it's back. They just call it Dallas Cowboys now because, man, uh, I mean, if they could sort out what's going on behind the scenes, they've got all the talent in the world. They just can't seem to put it together. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they have had a, a few seasons of a lot of promise uh, and maybe just a few key injuries here and there uh, derailing proceedings. And to be fair, they're actually going to have to overcome quite a bit this season as well, uh, particularly on the offensive line. They've had some real big talent um, go by the wayside this season. Uh, Tyron Smith, the uh, the Pro Bowl left tackle, who was uh, the most recent uh, addition to that uh, that list. Um, so yeah, Dak Prescott uh, and and Zeke uh, Elliott are going to have a lot of uh, a lot of problems, I think, trying to get the ball moving. They did play well on the defensive side of the ball last year of course, led by um, some, some fantastic talent, Micah Parsons, uh, and also uh, the, the gun quarterback, uh, sorry, cornerback, um, who was, was picking off everything all season. So I, I think the uh, the Cowboys are going to be, they'll have their work cut out for them. 
still plenty of talent, sure, uh, but they have uh, they've had a few subtractions on that O line, as I mentioned. Uh, Amari Cooper as well is uh, is is gone and taken off over to uh, to Cleveland this year. So um, so a couple of losses there. Uh, but as you say, that NFC lease is very questionable um, at best. Uh, the Eagles have made a couple of nice little moves over the offseason. Of course, I mentioned before that they've brought in a big body wide receiver, A.J. Brown, to try and just kickstart things uh, with Jalen Hurts, the young quarterback, uh, and uh, and his offense. But uh, that, he remains a question in himself because the stats that he's been shown up uh, in terms of how many times he's thrown the ball in the pocket uh, is not looking a hell of a great. So, uh, so that's a bit of a work on there for Jalen Hurts to win a bit of credibility in terms of being a passing quarterback, not just a, a guy who can run around and, and make certain plays. Uh, but then, after the Cowboys and Eagles, oh boy, it's a bit of a fall-off, uh, you've got the uh, <laughs> the newly minted Washington Commanders. Good to see the uh, the Washington football team have now got themselves a, uh, a moniker once again. Oh, uh, I, so... I just think, if you're based in Washington, which is the United States political capital, you think harder about your nickname than something that can be shortened to the commies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, the damn commies are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also you could uh, you could flippantly call them the commandos as well, which I'm not sure how that will go. But um, they've uh, they've added a few nice pieces in the draft. I got to say, the Washington Commanders, uh, albeit that uh, they had a lot of preseason hype on the rookie running back uh, Brian Robinson, and uh, unfortunately he he hasn't shot himself in the foot, but uh, someone else shot him in the leg. So. Uh, as a uh, an attempted carjacking, so he's actually had to have surgery this week to try and uh, rectify that. They reckon it's not a um, a too important sort of issue for him, um, but he will look to fill in a, a, an important role coming up as the season wears on. And that offense, uh, Ron Rivera, a very old school sort of coach who likes to, you know, he likes to to run the ball and play good defense. Uh, but uh, he's also got uh, Carson Wentz, the new quarterback who's come across from the Colts, who uh, they weren't too happy with him, so. Uh, so he's definitely got a a big challenge on his hands this year in Washington. And then you've got the Giants. Oh, boy. Uh, you've got Daniel Jones, the quarterback, who somehow has managed to uh, retain the uh, starting job uh, in spite of everything. But really, this is the last chance saloon, I think, for him and uh, his tenure at the Giants. Uh, I would tend to think that uh, they could be looking odds on, depending how things go. Uh, they could well be looking at being the uh, the top draft pick next season but uh, that, that's that's a way way off for me to call that but uh, I, I don't have a lot of faith in him he's got some good pieces around him sure uh, and and change is always good with the new coaching staff coming in but yeah Daniel Jones and the Giants they could be well uh, bring up the rear of the field okay let's uh, look at the NFC North um, a division that as Graham Soonis would call it is proper men playing proper football uh, it always feels like, um, you know, it, I, I always think about the NFC North and just think of TV pictures of playing in the snow in the 1970s. It's kind of what it, you know, just uh, rings for me. With teams like the Bears, the Packers, the Lions and the Vikings, these are always tough games, tough teams. Oh, very much so, yeah. It's a, uh, it, it's like one of those winters where, uh, you know, the weather can beat you, let alone the, uh, the opposition football team. So when teams go and play at Lambeau Field against the Packers, uh, also against the beers outside those outside games and man you can see the teams just you know almost freeze up like literally as they go against them but uh, a lot for the Green Bay Packers this year they were the top seed in the playoffs last year and of course blew it all at home despite home advantage uh, and one Aaron Rodgers didn't take too kindly to that nor has he taken too kindly to his favorite wide receiver Devontae Adams walking away to the the Raiders uh, and also uh, the uh, the young guys that they've brought in to 
try and replace him, I guess, fill the void, if you will. Uh, he gave them a bit of a tune-up in the off-season or in the preseason. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a bit of work to go in there. But having said that, Aaron Rodgers is still there. Uh, the defense is, is largely intact. Uh, they also get uh, David Bakhtiari, one of the best tackles in all of football. He's coming back from an injury, so that will help. Uh, and they've got a pretty uh, pretty solid running game as well. So uh, I think the Packers will look to be, I still think they'll probably be the team to beat in the uh, NFC. It's just a matter of if they can uh, get to the point where they just don't choke for once uh, uh, when it gets to the uh, the important parts. But uh, but other than that, uh, the, the Vikings, they're, they're, they're just floating around in the background there. Um, they've also had a, a new coach come in this season who has put his 100% support behind uh, Kirk Cousin, the quarterback, and uh, what they're trying to do. They've got a uh, they've got a pretty solid lineup offensively. They've had defensive struggles uh, over the past couple of seasons, which has really hampered uh, you know what they're what they're trying to do. So uh, so they'll look to try and just add a little bit of extra attitude on that side of the ball. Uh, they brought in Lewis Kine, um, the uh, the rookie safety in the uh, the draft, so just try and beef up the uh, the defense as much as they can. So. Uh, it's it's tough going when you're up against a guy like Aaron Rodgers who can just rip you to shreds when he feels like it. Uh, but yeah, the, the Vikings will be a, an interesting team to watch. They'll be sort of bubbling away there somewhere in the middle, but um, they've got definite potential to do some good things. Then you've got, oh, the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. Uh, of course, the Lions featured or are featuring at the moment on the Hard Knocks documentary, which is compelling viewing. If you haven't seen that, definitely check it out. Uh, it really draws you in th- with the story in, in terms of what Dan Campbell, the head coach, is doing there, trying to get this team to actually just almost like wipe the the, the loser mentality away from them. Like just just try and actually believe that they can do better than what Lions teams have in the past. Uh, and it's, 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 it's going to be a big battle for them. But, you know, they've, they've got some things coming in place there. They've drafted a fantastic new uh, leader on their defense, Aiden Hutchinson, who many people had as the best player in the entire NFL draft. So he's coming and uh, they're looking to add a bit of extra attitude there, uh, which, yeah, it will be interesting to see what they can do. Dan Campbell's a real fighter. And so we'll see what his team can can bring out. They They fought pretty hard last year. So maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, and also you've got the Chicago Bears who... Yeah, it's, it's not looking great for them, to be fair. Uh, Justin Fields, second-year quarterback, is uh, he's got his, yeah, he's definitely got his limitations. So he did last year anyway. So uh, a lot of people have been looking at the Bears and actually picking them uh, to be running last in the entire league. Um, but yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see what those Bears can hook, hook up because I, I really have no idea. So the bad news Bears will become the bad luck Bears, is what you're saying? The, <laughs> NFC the gummy North. Bears. Yeah, the gummy Bears, potentially. <laughs> NFC South, uh, the Panthers, the uh, Matt Ryanless Falcons, the Saints and the Bucks. Um, is this between the Saints and the Bucks again? And, and has Gronk made a comeback yet? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that um, Tom Brady has actually made a comeback because uh, – he had to take about uh, nearly a couple of weeks away from the training facility to to go and deal with some stuff. Um, you know, I guess it comes with age. Know about all, know all about that. Uh, but um, yeah, he, he took a little bit of time away. Maybe he was away uh, just having a bit of a cry because uh, a lot of his offensive line uh, are not going to be uh, standing in front of him this year. They've uh, had a few losses there in terms of free agents leaving uh, and also um, a, a couple of injuries as well. Ryan Jensen, the centers has gone down and uh, Tristan Wirfs as well. So there's some key cogs in that offense that are not going to be blocking for Tom. So he's probably going to have to get familiar with some new cattle in front of him. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see Tom Brady is Tom Brady though. He knows 
how to get the job done and, and he's got plenty of quality around him. So uh, they'll be definitely in the mix. I think they'll be probably gunning uh, for that NFC South um, top spot. People are really high on the Saints, uh, really high in fact. Uh, they, they think that they can be doing some great things. Uh, of course, Jameis Winston, the quarterback, is coming back from a, an ACL uh, tear um, last year. So uh, so he hasn't really had any um, uh, tread on the tires, I suppose. Uh, they're also bringing back uh, wide receiver Michael Thomas, who's basically been out for the last couple of years with some chronic injuries. So he'll be a great addition to the offense. Just a matter of how they all manage to gel and, and pull it together. The defense is fantastic, possibly the best in the league, and probably a huge reason why people are backing them to succeed this year. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely sold on the Saints. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's just all all hype at this point. But um, yeah, I guess that's maybe the uh, the Falcons fan and me just maybe uh, you know thinking a little bit positively in terms of uh, my team's chances, which are not great to be fair. Uh, the the Falcons this year have already been. Uh, probably be rebranded as the salary cap killers because they're playing on about a hundred million dollars worth of dead salary cap money. <laughs> wow. Just let that think in for a moment. A hundred million dollars, dear idea. I don't know how many uh, NRL teams that would uh, that would actually cover their entire team's salary cap. So uh, to not have that sort of money to play with is is definitely um, like you know driving with the handbrake on. So uh, so they're gonna be fighting a lot of the way uh, with a few sort of backups. Marcus Mariota is the uh, the quarterback this year and, and a lot of bit part players so they're just going to fight tooth and claw they did last year actually did reasonably well considering uh but then you've also got the panthers who have just brought in uh i, I believe they've got baker mayfield as their uh their, their quarterback nowadays so uh interested to see how he goes on his second go round um with uh you know with a was starting in the nfl uh but yeah i, I think the um the, the panthers may be struggling somewhat this year depending on uh, what their defense can do. But um, yeah, an interesting NFC South, I think, this season. All right. And then uh, finally, the NFC West. Uh, I've already had a message telling me that the 49ers are better than the Packers. Are the 49ers going to win the NFC West? Ooh, well, see, that's there's a lot of question marks around the 49ers. Uh, they've got Trey Lance coming at quarterback. And well, I mean, if, if, the, um, if what the 49ers have been hoping for, he's going to set the world on fire. But... Uh, they, they don't know if they quite believe in him just yet because Jimmy Garoppolo was actually set to you know depart in the off season. He's coming off um, uh, a bit of an injury and was expected to be either traded away or even just released uh, as they got to the cut down days. Uh, you know in the, in the last couple of days, so uh, he hasn't been. They've actually re-signed him for a season, and it's just basically a signing that screams insurance policy. Uh, because, yeah, I, I guess they're not entirely sold on what Trey Lance is doing so far. Of course, he's a completely different quarterback. He's a dynamic athlete. Uh, but a very good point was raised that he hasn't actually had a lot of football behind him over the past couple of seasons uh, due to being the backup and also due to you know COVID ruin, ruining his uh, previous um, college season. So uh, so I, I think the 49ers, they, they could well be a, um, a joker of a team, I suppose. They could come out and set it on fire, but um, I, I would still back the Rams uh, in that NFC West. Um, and also, I think the Cardinals as well, they could be uh, they could be looking all right this year. They've had a few lessons over the past couple of years. Fast starts, worse, worse finishes. Uh, they got thumped in the playoffs. Uh, and of course, this year, uh, they're looking to extend the streak. Uh, the past two years, the home city or the home team at least for the Super Bowls actually managed to win the title so uh, that is being held this year over in uh, in, uh, in uh, what is it Scottsdale Arizona so uh, the, the Cardinals are going to be looking to 
uh, try and continue that streak. And Kyler Money, uh, Money, he is signed for some good money recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's managed to yeah hopefully solidify his place there. And th- this could be uh, a fairly interesting uh, division with those three teams: the Rams, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. Rams, of course, defending Super Bowl champs. Enough said. Uh, and then you've got the Seahawks, who you know they decided to trade away Russell Wilson and basically start a rebuild. But uh, yeah, at the moment they've. Well, they've, they've got a, a few question marks at quarterback, and I heard this explained really well, uh, I think by Robert uh, Griffin uh, III, former NFL quarterback. He said that the Seahawks, they don't actually have a number one quarterback currently. All they have is two number twos. So <laughs> I felt like that was quite a good uh, description for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic description. All right, so you've given us uh, you've given us a team out of the AFC. Who are you giving us out of the NFC? Oh, lucky here. I... I wanted to go for an underdog in one of these um, divisions, uh, but I actually think this could well be the year that the Packers won't choke. I think they might be able to get to the big dance this year uh, and make it to the Super Bowl and, and just you know get rid of those playoff demons. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, he's been there, he's done that, and he's only probably got a couple more seasons in him, to be fair. Um, so I, I actually think the Packers, yeah, I think the Packers could join the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Okay, the Packers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Have the Chiefs managed to sign Joe Rogan as part of the medical staff <laughs> this season? <laughs> well, possibly. Possibly. Okay, well, that, uh, yeah, that, that seals it then. Uh, Gerard, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Good stuff. And we'll talk throughout the season uh, on the, the NFL. Thanks for your time. I can't wait for it. Looking forward to some football. All right, bring it on.